0: start our podcast. Good morning, Nanette. Hello, Frank. Morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Chat Show. Hello, Pamela. We're going to jump right in in a second. We'll let everybody catch up with the fact that we are online. I see Tracy there. That's why I was waiting to see. Tracy works with us here at Revealing Leaders and the Working Single Mom and Fortunato Partners. Good morning, Angela. Jenna. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Chat. I hope everyone is well. Good morning, Shannon. Okay, so we're going to jump right in. Last week, we talked about bookending your days, right? Good morning, Lynn Marie. Hello, hello. Buffy. Yay. Good morning. There's all my peeps. Good morning, Amy. Everyone's rolling in here. Okay, so we talked last week about bookending your days and how um that kind of sets up your sherry there you are good morning sherry's one of our favorite success stories you guys sherry's been following good morning janet shannon um lisa sherry has been following me for oh years now and um she has used the tools that uh that she has learned from watching the uh, good, the coffee chat show good morning, Beth, and um, good morning, Liz. She has put them to good use. She has effectively changed her circumstances. um welcome Shannon. It's Shannon's first time watching Sherry. Um, Just texted me at 7am this morning actually and she just got hired for a new job opportunity that she never thought would be possible and she has taken the tools that I um, offer as we teach this Coffee Chat Conversation show every Saturday morning and we've been doing it for several years now and Sherry has actually put the principles and the exercises to work for herself. She has effectively changed her life. Um, I mentioned that she texted me. Yes, I actually do respond to people when they email me. I will often give someone my cell phone number if they, um, are wanting to have more of a conversation about some, some tool that I've spoken about or something. So I answer all my own email. Um, for those of you that are first timers, the working single mom, which is now the, which is now revealing leaders um, is my personal brand. I am a, uh, the CEO of a recruiting company and a workforce development company. I'm also the CEO of a digital marketing company. Um, I am a business consultant, I am a leadership expert and a leadership trainer, and I make my living um, from the things that I do with business and my give back is the stuff that I do here, the coffee chat show, the podcast that we put up. Um, we're in the middle of building a new site which will have free downloads. From time to time I will write a book and that goes up for sale on Amazon. But other than that, um, what I do here, I give all of this away to you. This is my give back and um, it actually costs me money to run Revealing Leaders and the Working Single Mom. And I'm happy to do it, and I'm always happy when someone who's listening actually puts the stuff to work, which Sherry did. She put the principles and tools to work. Um, She has effectively, over the years that I've been talking with her and watching her, she has effectively changed her life. She's not the only one. I have people that have been watching me for years, um, and they do the same. They don't always call themselves out publicly, but they do write to me privately and tell me... um, how what we're doing here has made a difference so that being said last week we talked about bookending your days and this is important because life is going to throw stuff at you as you know there'll be chaotic circumstances there'll be circumstances that you don't like there'll be um, a myriad of things good morning liz and brenda a myriad of things thrown at you on the daily okay we Want I want to get you to the place where you are responding to things and not reacting, right? Because when you're reacting, you're just a ball of emotion. Nothing solid or good is happening there, and you're just all emotional. Um, Rochelle, for her first time watching, good morning. And Jenny, good morning. For anybody that's watching us for the first time, welcome. Um, We've been doing the coffee chat show for years now, and we do it every Saturday morning at 8.30 a.m. So we want to get you to a place where you are coming from responding to events and circumstances and not reacting to them, right? Because when you are a reaction, you're just, as I said, all emotional, So last week we talked about the value of bookending your days. And if you want to hear about it in depth, I suggest you go back to last week and watch the coffee chat. Coffee chats um, build on each other. So often I will mention what we spoke about the week before or a month ago or the week before that or whatever the case may be. So that being said, you can find coffee chats on our Facebook video page. You can find them on our YouTube channel We upload them to YouTube a few days after they've aired live. And you can also get the raw audio off of our podcast. You can find all of these things on our website, which is still currently theworkingsinglemom.com. So you can go to theworkingsinglemom.com. You can sign up for our free newsletter, which we do twice a month. Right now we have it on hold because we're in the middle of a brand shift from the Working Single Mom into Revealing Leaders. And, um... We are going to, um, we are building out RevealingLeaders.com, but don't worry, because if those of you that are used to typing in the workingsinglemom.com it will take you to the new site once we have it up. I know that seems confusing, so I apologize for that. Um, okay. You are the leader of your life, whether you want to admit it or not, whether you like it or not and because you are the leader of your own life, I want you to start claiming that, that you are in fact the leader. And if you are the leader, that means that you can lead yourself wherever you want to go, okay? Um, If you want something to change, you have the power and the ability to change it. Only you have that power and ability. One of the ways that you can do that is by bookending your days. We also spoke about it was either last week or the week before we talked about the Afro, um, the index card exercise. Uh, so I do encourage you to go back and either watch or listen to the two consecutive coffee chats that came before this one. Because we are starting to build on a set of tools here that are going to help you move forward into the future. All right. So this morning I wanted to talk to you about how you frame things. What you call something is what it becomes. The name that you give it is how it shows up for you. So if an adverse circumstance shows up for you, and you start calling it a catastrophic, horrible experience, and you start lamenting to friends and family about how awful it is, it is only going to gain power and gain teeth in your life, and it is going to get bigger and worse. Because whatever you claim it is, it will be. Whatever you name it, it will become more of that. If I could impart one piece of wisdom to you folks, with all of the years that I've been talking to you and all of the time that I've spent trying to have you see That possibility exists and that you have everything to do with how your life turns out. I would want you to understand the power of your words, the power of your own speech, and how that sets up your life for success or failure. And that's you. That's what's coming out of your pie hole. That is you. That is what is coming out of your mouth. You are either building up your life or you are breaking it down. It's one or the other. For the God folks, there's a Bible quote that says, life and death is in the power of your tongue. Um, I know not everybody's a God person, so we won't elaborate on that. However, that is a quote, a scripture quote. That's not the exact quote, but. your words go out to set your future your words back up to how you're feeling about something right and a few months ago we talked a lot about your vibration and how that attracts to you your experiences and we'll speak more about that we kind of work on coffee chat like a cycle right we Every year we kind of cover the same topics in a different way because we always have new people coming on board and listening. And we always have, even people that have been listening for a long time, they forget the stuff that I tell them. Um, I have been practicing these principles since I was 12 years old. I'll be 53 this year in, in, in another month. <clears throat> and um, I've been studying this stuff my whole life and I've been practicing it my whole life. So if I'm telling you about something, it's because I lived it. For those of you that have watched me repetitively, you know that there's been times in my life where I have um, left a career at one point. I was bankrupt at one point when Antonio was very small. Um, I have lived through and walked what I'm talking to you about. I continue to push myself so that I'll stay relevant in understanding what it's like to challenge myself. Miranda Selby is watching me live well look at that she is a dear friend of mine I never see her on here live good morning Miranda it's nice to see you so anything that I am um, imparting to you here I have lived it I have walked it I have done it and I still do it when I tell you about bookending your days I I do that every morning and every night. When I tell you about the index cards, I use them every morning. When I um am telling you to catch yourself in your speaking, I do that on a daily basis. And I still have to catch myself. There are times when an adverse circumstance presents itself and I presents itself and I find myself wanting to, you know, call it and complain about it and bitch about it and I have to catch myself. So You will never get to a place in your personal development where you're done, where you're cooked and it's finished. Personal development is cyclical and it's also, you're gonna learn something, you're gonna elevate, you're gonna go through it, you're gonna elevate, okay? So you're always elevating you're always having to catch yourself in the same ways. It becomes easier and easier as you go up. All right? Back to bookending your days. That's important. Back to your speech and what you call something. This is very crucial. I would call this a crucial conversation. Whatever you call something, it will become Whatever you say it is, however you label it, it will become that. You are giving it life by your speaking. If you call somebody an asshole, they're going to become more of an asshole. If you call something a devastating failure, it is going to become more of a devastating failure to you. You can change the label also on past experiences. We all have a fair amount of baggage that we're dragging along from the past. The spouse that did us wrong, the parents that didn't raise us right, the brother that's an asshole, the kids that are, you know, that ignore us, that we spend so much time, whatever the story is, everybody's got a story everybody's got a story. Everybody's got some baggage that they're uh, dragging along. So Rita's asking me, so if I say I'm a size five, I'll become a size five. (laughs) Well, Rita, you have to be willing to do the work, right? But it's first in your speaking. So if you are on a fitness track, if you want to lose weight, if you can't even language that, then you can't get into action about it, okay? So, for instance, if you weigh more than you want to and every time you look in the mirror, you say to yourself, you know, you um, you say mean things to yourself, critical things like, oh my God, look at the fat roll, I'm way overweight, blah, 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 blah. Okay, your self-talk is equally important. So, you could look in the mirror and say, Every day in every way things are getting better and better. Everything I eat is making me thinner and healthier now. Today I'm going to do something to forward the action on my plan to be a size 5. Like that. So it's not magic. It's it's where you're putting your energy and your thought patterns and your time. If you are constantly bad-mouthing yourself about being overweight let's say what what do you think you're doing there you're making yourself feel worse you feel shitty about yourself you're you know going on and on about it you're retelling the story that doesn't work to tracy's point tracy just commented um you have to be willing to tell a new story you have to be willing to make up a new story. And, and if you're a size 18 and you want to be a size 5, it might seem crazy that you're speaking that you're going to be a size 5. But you know what? It's the first step to getting yourself there. Because the more you speak about it, the more you will put yourself in action about it, the more you will change your behaviors to line them up to make it happen. So it isn't magic. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass here, okay? Whatever you call it, whatever you label it, it is gonna become that for you. I'm not even joking. This is a fact. If you call something awful, it will become more awful. What I'm telling you goes against the normal culture, right? Because in the normal cu- culture, something bad happens, and we label it bad, and then we go and we complain to all of our friends and family about how awful it is. Whether it's a person, or a something happened with the car, or it's a health issue, right? You go on and on and on. You're calling people on the phone. Oh, my God, did you know what happened to me? Oh, my God, this is horrible. Oh, my God. Right? That's what people are doing. You see it on Facebook all the time. They're bitching. Someone took their parking space. How could they do that? Someone didn't wipe down the gym equipment. Everybody's an asshole. It's everywhere. What I am telling you this morning goes against all of that bullshit. However, there are very few people that are willing to do the work to change their lives. Okay? Dana Murphy, you're asking, how often are we on live? We're on every Saturday morning. We do the coffee chat show at 8.30 a.m. Dana is new watching us for the first time. Welcome, Dana. Dana, you can also, and anybody else, you can go back and watch all the past coffee chats. I've been doing this for years now. They're on our Facebook page under the video section, and we are also now putting them on our on my YouTube channel. You can access everything from theworkingsinglemom.com, um, which we are shifting into revealingleaders.com, but that is in the middle of happening. So anyway, this is not a normal conversation, what I'm telling you, okay? Normal people will tell you, oh, this happened, oh, the doctor said this, oh my god, you better you better get that medicine, oh, you're going to die, oh my god. Okay? You want to live like that, don't watch me, all right? If, if that's your trajectory, if you want to bitch, complain, and moan about your life and about other people, get off my Facebook page. Don't watch me because that's, that's not where I'm going to point you. And you're not going to get any sympathy from me for that kind of shit. So don't watch me. The people that should be watching this are the people that want to do something. The people that are looking at their lives and saying, hey, you know what? I want to change my life. I want to do something different. I want to be in a better place. I want to have a better job. I want to be a size 5 because I'm a size 10. I want to, I want to get a better um, living situation. I want to do more for my kids. Those are the people that should be watching this. Your opportunity is here because every Saturday morning we're going to talk to you about an attitude or a tool that if you use it, if you're willing to do the work, you will help yourself. You will help yourself Claim the leadership of your own life and do something different and do something about it. And I am telling you, whatever you claim something to be, it will become. Whatever you name something to be, it will become more of that. Erica Noel, look at that. Erica has a middle name that is exactly the same as mine and the same spelling. Welcome, Erica. Okay, so... Whatever you call a thing, it will become. So this week, start looking at how you're labeling stuff. What are you when, when you... Money is a big one for people, right? That's a big catch-up for folks. Especially if you're a single parent or a parent in general. You know, cash flow, money, all that. That's a big conversation that can glitch you up. When you look in your checkbook... And you see a balance that's unfavorable and it doesn't look like you have what you require. Watch what your mind, what we're going to call it monkey mind, watch what your monkey mind wants to call that, okay? Because your monkey mind is going to want to take you, I call it down the rabbit hole, all right? It's going to want to say, oh my God, I don't have enough money. It's the first of the month coming up in a month. I mean, in a week, oh my God, I won't be able to pay my bill. Okay, your monkey mind is going to want to take you right into that and take you down the rabbit hole. Mike Ferguson. Hello, Mike. Mike is one of our team members for Delta Hire, um, a, a team that is a privilege for me to lead as the CEO of Delta Hire. And Mike is, I just saw Mike pop on. So hi, Mike. Nice to see you. Good morning. So, um... All right, Beth is saying something about, I know it sounds hokey, but I started saying affirmations every morning and night several months ago, and I'm becoming a more positive person. My first thoughts are no longer doom and gloom. See, Beth has been watching us for a while. Beth is taking the tools that we are giving away here. I am using my free time on a Saturday morning to try to impart some of this um, wisdom that I've learned over the last 53 years to you folks so you can change your lives, all right? So let's go back to the checkbook experience. So you look in your checkbook. It looks like your balance isn't going to be enough. Angie, I just sent out a package to you yesterday. Um, So uh, in case you're wondering, your stuff is on its way. Okay. We do a little, at the end of every coffee chat, we'll say like the first two or three people to email me something. Um, and we'll give you a little assignment and then I send you some free swag. So we'll do that at the end of this conversation. Back to the checkbook experience. So you're in your checkbook. It doesn't look like you have enough money. And now your mind wants to take you, monkey mind wants to take you down the rabbit hole, right? You want to get into fear and panic about how there's not enough. The bills are coming due. What are you going to do? A whole thing starts to happen there. Whatever you claim and name that is what it will become more of. If you call it that you don't have enough and you start to really work yourself into a frenzy about your fear of not being able to pay the bills for the month and not having enough, what do you think that's going to do? That's going to give that more power, more energy. You're going to attract more of that circumstance to yourself because now you've worked yourself into a big frenzy. And I use this example all the time because it's perfect. Do you remember the Peanuts character that had the dust cloud? I believe his name was Pigpen. And he walked around with a big dust cloud over his head all the time. That is what your stinking thinking, my mom used to call it. That is what that brings you. That is what your fear and panic and stress and strain, all of that makes this big cloud around your head. And then no solutions can find you. So not only have you named and claimed an unfavorable circumstance and you're talking about it, because now if you are like a normal person, you're going to see that balance in your checkbook. Now you're probably going to tell your best friend, you're going to tell anyone who's listening about your perceived difficulty, that it doesn't look like you have enough money, that you're upset because you don't know what to do. All right. And you'll start sharing that story. And you'll relive it in your mind a whole bunch of times. By the time you go to bed that night, you're probably going to be, um, you know, unable to sleep because you've got yourself so worried and fearful. What do you think can happen there? What new thing can happen there? What solution can occur for you? What blessing can come upon you? Nada. Nothing. Because you already wrote the story. You already have yourself unable to pay your bills for the month, okay? I will tell you and Sherry who's watching can tell you because she never believed that she would get a job opportunity like the one that she just got ex- the one that she just accepted. Anything is possible, anything can happen. You have to be willing to do the work. You have to be willing to change your th- Speaking your thoughts your feelings your actions. You have to be willing to change all of those things You have to be willing to do the work and if you are willing to put in the time and change things Then you will change your life. Okay, Dana Murphy has a question. Just a question Are you saying basically we don't need to tell everyone our problems? I used to But I've wrote a lot of people out of my life that have had a bad vibe into my life Okay So Dana, to address this question, yes, here's the thing. I'm a realist, so if there's a real difficulty that seems to be occurring in your life and you need or require assistance to solve that and you've got to tell somebody about it so that you can get help, then do that. When you are reporting on an adverse circumstance, do so in a very factual way And say things like, it seems that I don't have enough money this month to pay my bills. So, I'm wondering if, or I'd like help with, okay, when you have an adverse circumstance, if you put a word like seeming, seems to be, um, apparently, Putting in little words like that, you are you are keeping the adverse circumstance from cementing itself because, because you are you are leaving in just that little bit of leeway in that circumstance so that you are not marrying it to yourself in a solid and secure way. Okay? And I definitely um definitely you do not want to be reporting your grievances to the people around you all the time all right because i call that kibitzing all right if you are if you are calling people on the phone or texting them or getting together with them and you're talking about everything that's wrong and everything that's not working and you're getting a lot of agreement with them then they're like oh i feel bad for you poor you okay you you are then just creating a huge Let's use the example of the dust cloud. You're just creating a huge cloud now because you have a lot of help. You have Sally and Bob and Fred and Joe and everybody's talking about how you don't have enough money or how uh, somebody scratched your car in the parking lot or whatever the case may be. The easiest and fastest way to smash against an adverse circumstance that you don't want is shut up about it. Do not give it life. Your attention is life-giving. Handle what needs to be handled. I am a realist. Anybody that knows me will tell you that. This is not airy-fairy shit that I am trying to impart to you. This is actual factual principle that works. I am not saying to ignore what appears to be happening. I am saying... Understand that what appears to be happening can be dealt with and mitigated. Someone's saying it's healthy to vent at times, right? Um, yes, and you can have a few trusted companions that can listen you, without buying into it, okay? So I have Tracy, um, who's on here, and she has been a dear friend of mine for over 30 years. And I can complain to Tracy, we do it in a responsible way. So it's like, this seems to be happening, and then we make intentions for how we want to move it into something else. So, yes, it's healthy to vent, because I'm not suggesting that you just store up everything. However, there are ways to communicate um, grievances without buying into them. So you can say things like, to a friend, you can have a trusted companion, and you can say, I I have a complaint. And then you can complain about the person that scratched your car, or, or whatever the hell happened. And then you can say, and... I have a promise or a request, okay? So you can complain and vent responsibly. The whole trick here is to A, don't give it power, and B, don't dump on people. Don't just, you guys all know people that will call you up and they just like throw up on you with all of their problems and adverse circumstances, there is a responsible way to complain. Um, one thing that I teach is a a framework for complaining, which is a request or a promise at the end. It can even be funny. Like, I complain that, you know, this person is an asshole and this person did this and this person did that and this person did that and I promise to you know, move on with my life anyway, or I promise to keep parking my car in parking lots, or I promise that I am going to look for more positive things. So, there are responsible ways to complain. You can even use this framework at work, you can use it with your children. I am not saying that you shouldn't. Um, be clear in your communication which does mean to communicate everything what I am saying is do not give a lot of energy and attention to things that are not working report on them where you are required to or where you must and then figure out what you're going to do to shift that okay and use the responsible format for complaining a promise or a request so you could complain to a partner a spouse or a boyfriend or a girlfriend whatever the case may be you could say i complain that you leave the cap off the toothpaste. you left the toilet seat up you left the kitchen counter a mess a blah, blah 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 and i request that you start to pick up after yourself, or I promise to love you anyway. At least when you are responsibly framing your complaints, the other person gets that you are complaining. You are not just dumping on them, you are doing it in a responsible fashion. All right, Tracy is suggesting what our uh, assignment is. So the first three people to email me, three three complaints that you have that you're gonna turn into responsible complaining. So the first three people to email me, three examples of this new framework called I complain and I promise or a request, we'll send you a swag bag. And we have the new lead hats are here and the new lead t-shirts. So that is the swag that we are sending out. We are also still sending out um my books and workbooks and we have mouse pads and we have keychains and we have all kinds of cool stuff. We have keychains that say every day and every way things are getting better and better and when I send out a swag package it's all of that stuff that we're sending. So the first three people to email me with, with three ways that you are going to change what you have been bitching about into this new framework called a complaint with a promise or a request We will send you swag. Um, When you send me your stuff, also please send your mailing address. Then I don't have to reply to you and and get your mailing address and wait. I can just send the stuff out to you um, on Monday morning. All right, we are gonna end Coffee Chat. So for this week, um, take a look at how you're naming and claiming things and take a look at this new, um, Dana then email me um, and I'll send you some swag. Email me your address and tell me how you're going to change something that you're complaining about into the new framework. Okay. Go to theworkingsinglemom.com. You can visit us there. As I said, we have a newsletter. It'll be the Revealing Leaders newsletter soon enough. It'll probably start coming out again in August. Um, you can get to the podcast there. You can get to our YouTube channel from there. And um, we, I see Roz. Hi, Roz. Nice to see you. Okay. So your assignments are A, go back and watch or listen to past coffee chats. And um, and Beth, yes, you can ask the universe to help you with whatever you want. Absolutely. Go back and watch past coffee chats. Listen to the one about the index cards and bookending your days. This week, think about how you are framing things, what you are calling and naming your circumstances and and the things that are happening in your life. And play around with this new framework for complaining. So I complain and then you make a promise or a request at the end of it and it saves you from dumping on people and protects the energy of you and of them. And I'm sure most people will be appreciative of that. All right, we'll say goodbye to our podcast folks.